Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the Iona Athletics Podcast, your latest source for all the news about the Iona Gales. I'm your host, Mike Phillips. We've got a good show for you this week. We're going to be joined in just a bit by Ricky Johns, an assistant head coach on the Iona men's basketball team. Our interview with Ricky is coming up in just a bit. Be sure you lock it in until the end of the show for this week's upcoming schedule. But we had a busy week coming up here in athletics that just happened. We'll go back to that right now. We will start off with a bit of news and notes, including the fact that it is award season in the end of the fall sports calendar. And we do have some awards to discuss this week. The men's soccer program had some award winners. Malcolm Moreno, who was on this podcast back in episode number three, was named the Max Defensive Player of the Year. Moro Bravo, named an all-MAC first-teamer. Ignacio Nacho Sanchez is named to the MAC all-rookie team. So congrats to those three making the all-MAC teams. As well, we also had 10 members of the men's soccer program named to the MAC all-academic team. Uh, Malcolm Moreno also on this list, joined by keeper Gabriel Sanani, John Paul Fernandez, Christian Gatis, Joseph Cusano, Tomas Jamet, Lenny Lopez, who was on this podcast as well back a couple of weeks ago, Josh Plimpton, goalkeeper Giuliano Santucci, and Frances Chulia. On to the volleyball team now, have some award winners. Jess Pellucci, who was on this podcast back in episode number four, was named our Libera of the Week for the MAC, averaging 5.29 digs per set as she helped the Gales win a pair of home matches to wrap up her Iona career. And Taylor Cole, also on the volleyball team, was named to the College Sports Information Directors America Academic All-District Division I First Team. She has a 4.0 GPA. She's pursuing a political science major. She's now eligible for a spot on the Academic All-America ballot. That ballot will be held early December. Results coming out shortly after that. So congrats to Taylor Cole for a truly prestigious accomplishment. Now let's go ahead to our weekly recap. We'll go to Wednesday, November 13th. Men's basketball dropped their season upper to Ohio, 81-72. E.J. Crawford led Iona in scoring with 21 points on 7-11 shooting. Tawan A.G. had 12 points. Asante Giz chips in 13 in the defeat. We'll go to Thursday, November 14th. The Iona men's soccer program went on the road, defeated Quinnipiac 2-1 in the MAC semifinals in Hamden. Josh Plimpton opens up the scoring, while Najin Romero put the Gales up 2-0 in the 33rd minute on a penalty kick. Iona holds off a late surge from the Bobcats to advance their first MAC title game since 2010. We'll go ahead to Friday, November 15th. The cross-country program went to the Northeast Regionals. The men placed third out of 37 teams. They failed to earn an automatic qualification to the NCAA championships, but they did get selected as an at-large team the following day. John Millar and Hab El Sandali were Iona's top finishers. Millar ran the 10K race in 29 minutes and 2 seconds, while El Sandali finished just a half second behind Millar. The women's team finished 7th out of 37 teams. Egle Mornete finished in 5th place among all runners. They timed 19 minutes, 34.2 seconds in the 6K race, earning herself a spot at the national championships. Volleyball lost to Maris in 4 sets. Jamie Smith and Alessandra Bray each had 10 kills for the Gales, while Pellucci had 18 digs. Women's basketball... Losing a heartbreaker, falling to Duquesne 76-74 in their home opener. Iona actually trailed this game by 17 early in the third quarter. Fought all the way back to tie it up. But the Dukes went ahead with two free throws with 1.1 seconds to go. The Gales did have a chance to win this game late. 
but Morgan Rachu's go-ahead three-point attempt was blocked. Rachu did, however, lead all scorers with 20 points in the contest. We'll go to Saturday, November 16th. The volleyball team's on the road again. They lost their season finale at Siena 3-1. Jamie Smith had 17 digs for, for 17 kills, excuse me, for Iona to lead the way. Samantha Duran contributed 23 assists. Jessica Pellucci had a team best three aces and 16 digs. The swimming teams won a dual meet with Binghamton. The men won 173.5 to 120.5. Jackson Madonia had best finishes in 100-meter breaststroke, 200-meter breaststroke, and the 200-meter IM. The women's team also picked up a win, 165 to 129. Seven different swimmers won races, with junior Kate Flynn picking up a pair of wins, including the 50 and 100-meter freestyle. Finally, we'll go to Sunday, November 17th. Women's basketball lost at Penn, 74-42. Cheyenne Mawai and Deja Williams scored in double figures for the Gales in defeat. Tough loss for women's basketball, but it was still a beautiful day for the Gales program. It's a beautiful day. It is a beautiful day for the Iowa men's soccer program. They went on the road to Jersey City, top St. Peter's in overtime 3-2 to claim the program's first MAC title and a trip to the NCAA tournament. The Gales found themselves down 2-0 with just under 30 minutes to go in the game before staging an absolutely epic comeback. Mauro Bravo got the Gales on the board first with a penalty kick strike in the 74th minute. Just a few minutes later, Josh Plimpton heads in a missile off a perfect cross from Tomas Jamet to tie the match at 2. They go to overtime. Moral Bravo comes through again, converting a free kick with 12 seconds left in the first extra period to punch Iona's ticket to the NCAA tournament. Four different Gales end up being named to the all-tournament team. Malcolm Moreno, Moral Bravo, Najim Romero, and Plimpton, who was named the MAC's most outstanding player after notching a goal in all three of Iona's postseason matches. Some more notes about the context of this win. The Gales avenged a 3-1 loss at St. Peter's earlier this year. Bravo. Some notes on him. First Gale to record double-digit goals this season since Nacho Maganto recorded 11 in 2014. It's 28 points. Most were Gale since Franklin Castellanos had 31 in 2013. Iona was the first three seed to win the MAC tournament since Niagara back in 2013. They were the first MAC team to ever overcome a two-goal deficit in the final and win. Iona also had to have a very difficult road to get to the MAC crown. They had to knock out last year's defending champs, Ryder, in the first round. Last year's runner-up, Quinnipiac, in the second round. And this year's top regular season team, St. Peter's, who entered the match on a 10-game winning streak and was 7-0 at home entering the game. So, hell of a win for Iona there. On to the NCAA tournament. Who will they be playing? Stick around until the end of the podcast to find out. Up next, our exclusive interview with men's basketball assistant coach, Ricky Johns. All right, and we are back here on the Iona Athletics Podcast. Joining us on the phone today is one of the assistant coaches from the Iona men's basketball program, uh, Coach Ricky Johns. Coach, welcome. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. All right. Let's dive right in because I know whenever I talk to people who are involved in basketball, whether it's coaches, players, you name it, they all talk about just how much they love the sport of basketball. So what is that one thing about basketball that just drew you to the sport the most? Um. The thing that I love about the sport, man, is just just being able to compete 
Um, I think the preparation, you know, being on this side now and as a as a as a past player, um, you know, and just just the preparation that goes behind the game, day to day work and the grind to be able to you know perfect the craft and perfect um, you know things that you can control on a daily basis. So that that's that's what um, engages me the most in each each day. Yeah, so now you're here at Iona. How does that day-to-day grind, all that sort of fit in with your love of the game, being here, being able to experience that? Yeah, being able to pass it on to our players. Um, I, I think, you know, just just um, just, just the history of, of um, the, the guys that have had success here, um, that playing a part into it, and the guys that want to be here and, and, and move on to higher levels after after playing at, at, at college and um, being able to prepare them for, for that next level is um, is one of the things that I think is, is really fascinating about the about the game and what we do here and guys that have had success in our program to be able to move on. So, Yeah, let's go back to coaching for a little bit because, I mean, you are, you've had some coaching experience at Monroe before you came here. So how did you end up at Iona after that? Um, yeah, I thought it was a great opportunity. I interviewed with Coach Clues and Coach Grosso, and, and um, at the time it was, uh, you know, they had a vacant spot for an ops position. And, um, you know, I, I – did well in the interview. Um, my references were were of Coach uh, Coach Grasso's and Coach Cluses. Um, they they knew Tony Bergeron and uh, Lance Tejada. Um, Tony Bergeron actually had two guys that played here um, prior to me, you know, be, being on staff. So uh, Momo Jones and Mike Glover played for my high school coach, and um, I also played against Coach Cluse in high school. Um, so there was there was some background there and some some relationships of past occurrences and things like that. So. Um, it all it all worked out uh, with my references and guys that's been here and and the understanding of the culture and being a New York guy that also played all played a part. So, yeah, you mentioned you played against Coach Clues in high school. So, like, do you have any memories of that game? Like, anything anything stick out for you about that game against him? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, you know, go pre- preparing for city championship and you win your city championship. And um, in the past, you've kind of seen um, St. Mary's team play in, in tournaments and they played on TV and, and stuff like that. Um, so just knowing their program and then like you're preparing for, you know, the state federation tournament, and then it's like, all right, well, they win their sectionals and they're going to state federation tournament. Knowing that team back then, um, they had Danny Green on there. They had a guy named Mamadou Ducate, um, well, well oiled machine. I'll tell you that those guys played tough. They played hard. Um, they were physical. Um, but they, they executed at a high level, um, you know, knowing basketball back then and, and having um, coaches that, that really understood the game and helped us prepare, knew, hey, you know, we're going to have a tough task on the State Federation tournament. And, um, yeah, they beat us in the State Federation tournament game. Yeah, it's crazy. It was a small world. You end up playing against him and Coach Clues in high school, and then you end up working for him about that all those mm-hmm. years later. It's funny how the world works. Yeah, absolutely. Basketball is a small circle. Yeah, so what is it like working for Coach Clues? Oh man, that's um, it's been it's been a treat, man. I just just being able to you know being around good coaches, you know, I, I'd say for for a lot of my my lifetime here, picked up a lot of things from a different bunch of different guys, and um, being able to, to be a sponge here for you know underneath him has, has been great for myself. And um, working for him is is you've always got to be prepared. You've got to be able to un- anticipate the unexpected with him. Um, you know, always have answers, always have, hey, you know, what, what if, what if, and, and always have solutions for, for those what ifs. Um, so constantly being prepared, being sharp, um, and, and, and those are the biggest keys, I think, you know, working for Coach Clues. 
Yeah, and that sort of preparation, attention to detail does explain a lot about why this program has been so successful. They won four straight max going for five, and pretty much mm-hmm. everybody's back from last year's team, minus Ricky Miguel, obviously. And can you talk a little bit about how deep this team is? I feel like it's going to be a much deeper group that we've had in recent years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, you're going back in the, the history of the program. I think um, you're talking about depth. I think, you know, comparison to teams that we've had, um, you know, with, with the Momo Jones, the, the, uh, Shoshana Armand, Mike Lovers. Um, yeah, I think I think this this team stacks up um, equally uh, with, with some of those teams. Obviously, we've got a lot to prove, and I think that that's one thing that um, the guys that are in our program year to year um, they they have a chip on their shoulder because they know that the success and and and, and the work that that was put before them, and um, you know they want to come in here and, and 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 leave a name for themselves and kind of leave their mark on, on the program. They don't want to be the team that that doesn't win a championship while, while they're here. All right. And my last one for you is this. I mean, like, you guys are going to get to play at the new newly renovated Heinz Athletic Center this year. We saw the exhibition games. The first home game is on Wednesday the 13th against Ohio. How excited are the guys to be able to play in this gym right now in, in the new look facility? Yeah, excited to be back home. Um, you know, play the exhibition game, but it wasn't, a, you know, a, a real game per se, you know. And, and guys are super excited to be back. You know, we lost a tough one on the road in LaSalle. Um, you know, a, a very winnable game and, and, you know, some, some mistakes on our end and not take care of the ball and, and, and just rhythm, rhythm and flow. So we're excited to be back, be back home for a home crowd and, and um, looking for Gale Nation to come out. And uh, so excited for that. All right, Coach. Thanks for all the time. Really appreciate it. And best of luck this season. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. All right. And there you have it. That was our exclusive interview with men's basketball assistant coach Ricky Johns. For the full interview with Ricky Johns, check out our YouTube page youtube.com slash IC Gales. All right, the time has come again to look ahead to the upcoming week in Iona Athletics. Let's go ahead to Thursday, November 21st. Who will the Gales be playing in the NCAA tournament? Let's find out right now. Welcome back to the defending champs of Maryland. The Turks make the field for the 25th straight time. They'll host the newcomers to the tournament. And welcome, Iona. That's right. The men's soccer program will hit the road to take on Maryland in the first round of the NCAA tournament. They will be playing on Thursday at 7 o'clock p.m. Full information on how to watch the game will be available on our website, icgales.com. Women's basketball also on the road that day. They'll be taking on Stony Brook. Let's go ahead to Friday, November 22nd. The men's water polo is the number three is the number six seed in the Northeast Water Polo Conference Tournament. They'll be taking on third-seeded Brown in their first-round matchup there. Men's basketball is down in Lake Buena Vista, Florida. It's part of the MAC Atlantic Sun Challenge. They'll play the first of two games on Friday, taking on Stetson. Let's go ahead to Saturday, November 23rd. Cross-country program will be at the NCAA Championships in Terre Haute, Indiana. The swimming program will be on the road for a dual meet at South Southern Connecticut State. Men's water polo will be in action again if... They win their game. They'll take on number two seed Princeton. If they lose, they will be playing in the fifth place game. Men's basketball, we're wrapping up their participation in the Mac Atlantic Sun Challenge down in Lake Florida as well. They'll be taking on Kennesaw State. 
Finally, Sunday, November 24th, two potential games. These are, if necessary, ones, so we'll just throw them out there in case they happen. If the men beat Maryland on Thursday, they will be in action on Sunday, taking on Wake Forest. If men's water polo wins their first two matches, they'll be in the national title. They'll be in their conference title game on Sunday. Again, those are both if necessary. For full information on the playoff scenarios for these teams, as well as any other sport you want to know in terms of game time, broadcast information, anything you could possibly want to know, go to our website, www.icgales.com. You can also follow us on social media. Be sure to search for our social media handle, at ICGales, across all major social media platforms. Stay tuned next week for another brand new episode of the Iona Athletics Podcast. Until then, keep fighting the good fight, Gale Nation.